Happy New Year to you all. And to you. All right? Happy, 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 happy. Good. I, I remember a, um, a man, a friend of mine from one of this church at one time. He's not here now. Uh, but he once said to me, he said, you know, he said, people say, you know, God should make me happy. But uh, he said, actually, he says, if I follow Jesus, God's promised to bless me. Whether I'm happy or not is entirely up to me. And I think that's uh, a really, you know, it's actually quite profound, isn't it? All right, isn't it? Happiness is very much, you know, how we view life, not really what life's all about. And uh, anyway, Happy New Year. Let's have a, let's see where we're, let's keep. now, we're about, we're about to start, I think, who's, who's had their, their spring programme come through the post? Has it come? Is the postman, post strikes, you've got it, all right? And uh, we're, we're going to do a, a series called Immeasurably More, um, and, uh, but, as a, and that's really going to start next week, but as a preamble, we're just going to look today for a few minutes at praise, worship, oh, the P's gone, <laughs> and prayer. Oh, it's the best part. <laughs> Best part of the whole thing when the pee goes out of line. <laughs> Could have a pee, please, Bob. <laughs> okay, so we so we're just going to look at, at praise, prayer, and worship this morning, and it really isn't going to be very long, I hope, uh, <laughs> but not as much as you. But we are going to um, we're going to start by reading a song. Now I like that picture. Because the, uh, the guy in the picture there, he's wearing shorts. So you know he's a very godly man, don't you? Because <laughs> he's wearing shorts. Just want to read this. That I'm reading it from the uh, New Living Translation. It says, Declare me innocent, O God. Defend me against those ungodly people. Rescue me from these unjust liars. For you are God, my only safe haven. Why have you tossed me aside? Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? Send out your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them lead me to your holy mountain, to the place where you live. There I will go to the altar of God, to God, the source of all my joy. I will praise you with my harp, O oh God, my God. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Saviour and my God. You know, this is, this is typically uh, a typical psalm of David's, a psalm of lament. And he, and he begins by looking at himself. And he looks at the situation he's in. And he's bewailing the situation he's in. But he won't stay there because he always, you can see it, he always, when he's, when he's really got got it out of his system, he says, but, but, my God, my God is a great God, 
my God is the one. I know the place to go. And David moves from lament, well, it's not coming up at all like it should do there. All my little arrows in the wrong place. Right, he's going from lament, he goes to praise, and from praise, he goes to joy. Okay? Because David is moving from under the situation into God's presence, and now he's over the situation. Okay? Nothing's changed in his situation. It's just that he's changed from being under the situation to over the situation. And that's because he's taken his eyes off himself onto God and changed. So when we talk about praising God, and the Bible is absolutely full of, full of stories about praising God, do you think our God is that insecure that he needs to have all these people constantly telling him how great he is. You know, I mean, it would be nice if you told me how great I am, you know, every day. Diane, Diane does, every morning. She says, she says, oh, you're so wonderful, you know. It's, uh, no, God doesn't need us. So why do we need to praise him? We need to praise him for our own sakes. We need to praise him because... We are under the circumstances so often and we need to come out from under the circumstances and we come out from them by recognising who God is. All right? Is God a great God? Is he good? Is he powerful? You know? All right? If you've been immersed in TV all Christmas holiday, uh, you probably won't feel much like that, actually, because not a lot of the TV is really glorifying God. Although I have to say, two days ago, I, my favourite film came on the television and I could not resist watching it. Anyone guess what that film was? Home Alone. Home Alone? No, no, no. That's for people like Gary. <laughs> the good, the bad and the ugly. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's a Wonderful Life. That's good. Now, I'll tell you what my favourite film is. Ben-Hur. Oh. The original with Charlton Heston. Does he wear shorts? Oh, well, he does, yeah. <laughs> Do you see him on his raft, you know, when he's got... What, got when, when he's on with Arius, the, the consul, and he's... Yeah, oh, yes, he's a real shorts man. Right. And, and I love it. And, and, you know, I, I have to say, it, I'm, I'm always in tears when I watch that film. Always in tears. Do you know the, the subtitle of that film is A Tale of the Christ? Right? Because when it was originally written, it was really about Jesus Christ. And you, you don't, Jesus Christ, you never see his face, you never see him speaking, hear him speaking. But he's there, his presence is right the way through the film. And it brings joy to my heart. And, and of course, you know, the, the, for me, the, great, the, the crowning point is when Jesus has died and, uh, and Ben-Hur, he's been so angry at what the Romans had done to his family. He's so angry, he's in for revenge. And he, he, and, and he watches Jesus on the cross and Jesus says, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And he comes back to his, his lady friend and he says, 
I felt his words take the sword from my hand. That's the power of Jesus Christ, isn't it? Anyway, that was nice little, <coughs> nice little reflection. I've got no, another, another of these, uh, so, another uh, scripture here. For, this is always one of my favourite scriptures. Philippians 4, verses 4 to 7. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Okay, so wherever situation you're in, the Lord is near. He's not far from you. It may seem like it, but he's not. It's just you need to turn, turn your eyes to see him. <clears throat> Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now all my arrows have gone wrong again, but we start there with thanksgiving. From thanksgiving, we go into prayer. And from prayer, we get peace. Again, the situation hasn't changed. We've still got problems. I had to, pardon me for those of you who've heard me talk about this before, but a few years ago, God gave me a picture and I found it has been a really, really helpful picture over the years. In this picture, I was working in a field. It was a really muddy field. I mean, just like, you know, if you've been out in the fields in the last few days, they are muddy at the moment. And um, I was out in this field working in the fields and it was muddy and it was wet and I was getting filthy. But it was good work. It was honest work. It was God's work. Nothing wrong with it, just muddy. Uh, alongside this field was a building, like a chapel. And, and I knew that inside this, ch- this building, this chapel, was where God was present. It was the presence of God. Okay. And I was doing God's work. But then I was digging and I came against a problem. I don't know what it was, but some problem. And I needed God's advice. I needed to talk to God. So I yelled out to God because I was so messy. And basically God says, I'm not listening to you from out there. If you want to talk to me, you, you take your clothes off and you come in. So I had to... So I had to go to the edge of the field, get all my filthy clothes off, have a wash, and then I went into the presence of God and talked with him. And that's what God needs from us sometimes. Now, don't take this, that picture too far. If I'd been in trouble and started sinking in the mud, God would have come out and rescued me. But he needs me to stop. How often, when we pray... Are we standing in the field and we're yelling, Help, Lord! Help, Lord! I need your help! I need your help! Nothing happens. Sometimes because God just needs us to take our clothes off and go into his presence and find him because God wants us to worship him for his own sake, not just because I need him to sort out all my problems, He wants me to go and talk to him for his own sake because of who he is. He wants me to love him 
That's why we need to worship and pray. So, when we praise God, oh, sorry, oh, I've got this, I think I'll just leave that, this is Mary's prayer, but I'll leave that. When we, when we praise, we declare who God is. We declare how great God is, right? We need to rehearse that, right? Sometimes we don't feel like it. Sometimes I don't really want to praise God. I'm just feeling, you know, I've been up all night, had New Year's hangover, you know. Do I want to praise God? Praising is declaring who God is, how great he is, celebrating his goodness, celebrating that. Then we go into worship, and worship is when we now, having established, for our own sakes, who God is, how great he is. Worship is when we enter into that, humbly on our knees. We enter into that place and put ourselves there, humbly before God, and we worship. We become part of what we've just declared. This is very simplistic, obviously. Prayer, having come into that place and worship God, we bring to him our requests. You know, and we've, un- we've taken them off. We've taken off our dirty clothes. We've come into that presence, but now we present them. When we, when we get up and walk out, we haven't got that burden on us any longer. The peace of God that passes all understanding keeps our hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of Jesus.